Part two of my conversation with Javier Reyes talking Royals baseball, Padres baseball, how the two worlds collide, and also getting into a heated debate where I have to defend the honor of Salvador Perez, the future of Kansas City, and much more. All coming up on today's show, Lockdown Royals, Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Look forward to also tomorrow when we start our holiday wish list for the Kansas City Royals and our player review series. All that coming up, so subscribe for free on all platforms. And let's get into the show. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's Tatis, and I am forever. This is awesome. I think he's a superstar. I hope that hope that Bobby Wood Jr. becomes a superstar as well. I think that the more people, I think that the more people that mm, kind of mm. bring personality to the game, the more the better. I mean, the leagues that have personality are taken off, and the leagues that don't uh, are getting ridiculed or falling off. I mean, even the NFL, the Almighty NFL, is getting ridiculed every single Monday about some stupid taunting penalty. Yeah, that's just not the way that people yep. enjoy sports anymore. Clyde Edwards, hilarious, your boy. Unbelievable. You can't point fingers. How is the NFL of the league right now that's legislating against fun? What is going on? This is this is a, a pretty – the next thing you're going to know, the NBA is going to start fighting. Imagine if the NBA fined for taunting. What would there be, a penalty every five minutes? Every five, I mean, oh my God, every five minutes. The NBA, sometimes. It, it, the NBA is great. You saw Russell Wilson – or not Russell, Russell Westbrook with the little fighting Irish stance <laughs> the other day. That was incredible. <laughs> um. But yeah, man, that's that's what they have. Well, what about you? What what else you got? Because he sets out. We've basically both just said the best players on our respectful teams. So go out ahead, keep going. I'm thankful that Salvador Perez is a Hall of Famer, and that you you can't deny him Hall of Fame status. I think that you know he is just incredible. I'm thankful for the voter, whoever it was, that put him second. Uh, I actually uh, like that in a different way. By the to circle back to that conversation, uh, I I think that it's funny when people are kind of like homers, but I think that it was. I think that most of the time it's justified in the sense of without that second place vote, where would have Salvi finished? He finished seventh. I think that he shouldn't have won the award. I think he shouldn't finish top three. I think he should have finished higher than seventh. So you take away the second place vote and then where does he fall? Uh, so I think that it was justified to kind of level out the, the voting. Which, and justified the means. Yeah. Which still did not go the way it should have. I think that Salvador Perez was much better this year than the seventh best player in the AL. Uh, of course, did not deserve to win the award, but still was really good uh, and better than seventh. So the the vote there helps out the end the end result. But I'm also thankful for Bobby Witt Jr., the best prospect in baseball, who um, had a better season, I think, than anyone ever imagined. I think that you, you ask any of these minor league experts and prospect gurus, nobody could have seen coming the season offensively that Bobby Witt Jr. put together, and so. Although it's only one year, and so it's a year in the minor leagues, it's still very encouraging for uh, this guy who's been tabbed as this future star. Uh, and, and hopefully it does come to fruition and, and the Royals can build a roster around him that has sustained success. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Bobby Wood Jr., one of the great names of a prospect, I'd say we've had in a little bit. But Walter Franco is pretty good because the 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 pun potential is there. I still haven't seen the best one for it, but Wander Franco is very good. But also, like a Jared Kalenic, like don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to bash these people, but like top level prospects, when you got a name Bobby Witt Jr., that sounds like the sequel to Bull Durham. 
You know what I'm saying? That sounds like the son of Crash Davis or some cousin or whatever. The next great one. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like a baseball movie name. And I hope he's a beast. Maybe he's going to be like a top-level shortstop immediately. I don't know. But bottom line is I really am kind of rooting for the Royals because they're actually a fun team. I actually think that they're they're not as helpless as some other franchises when it comes to their depth right now. They're not the Rockies level. Sure, they haven't been run necessarily all that well. But um, still, Bobby Wood Jr., that is a good pick, sir. I agree with that. And now for me, I'm also going to say something that's a little bit Royals related. I am thankful for 2022 first baseman on the Kansas City Royals, Eric Hosmer, because I'm just so thankful for him to go over there. He's coming home, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard the song before. He said, I'm coming home. He's so excited to be back with the Royals and just being a leader. You know what I mean? We, we never We don't talk enough about the intangibles. When it comes to like Eric Hosmer brings it when it comes to he only brings it. He brings it. Look, he hits the ball harder than almost any first baseman. I'm not even making this up. He does. He hits it very, very hard into the ground. He's he's but he hits it hard. And that's about that's all I care about. Who cares about all the other stuff? I don't care. He hits it as about about as hard as any other first baseman. Freddie Freeman, who I've never heard of. Please. Freddie Freeman's swing looks like there's a a glitch in the matrix, by the way. Let me just say that. His swing is very weird. It's always kind of been unnerving to me how his – I don't know how to explain it. It's like a short swing where it looks like he went through the full – I don't know how to explain it, but the uh, Freddie Freeman's swing, it just bothers me. I don't know what it is. It just makes me so frustrated. I'm like, I don't know how this is possible. Um, Yeah, I'm very grateful for you guys taking Eric Cosmer onto your team, bringing him back. Yeah, that's not going to happen whatsoever. Uh, if that happened, the Royals would fold as a franchise. Uh, Hosmer, great to have the the Mad Dash home. Never going to forget it. He'll be a Royals Hall of Famer. Uh, he'll might have his jersey retired, might have a statue, whatever. Don't really care about all that right now. Bottom line is, not a good baseball player anymore. So uh, keep him over there. I'm betting that the Royals will not trade for Eric Hosmer. And I can do that with our good friends over at I, I, I think you're wrong. Um, I think that um, they need to have some. You just more. totally blew the segue there, bud. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. It glitched out for me. This is the problem with streaming times. I couldn't even hear what you said. Let's rewind for a second. What did you say? I am betting that Eric Cosmo <laughs> will not end up with the Royals this offseason. I can bet over with our good friends at Donline.age. It is a great, great site. Let me tell you, it's great. It's Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means. Football, and nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting, and they have you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. It is your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. And it's not just football. BetOnline has pro and college hoops. You can talk about the Thunder, maybe. You know, maybe Shade Gillis Alexander's MVP odds. They're probably not very high right now, but whatever. They've got boxing stuff, UFC stuff, even your favorite Vegas casino games. And, of course, baseball, obviously, guys. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. You like that? There you go. I want to tell you right now, my good friends, over at DirecTV Stream. DirecTV streams incredible. Does this sound familiar to you? You've got one device. 
that lets you catch the game on your phone. Another device that lets you stream your favorite shows and you're watching sport highlights on your phone with your movies and your television. You've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff, though. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get your entertainment together that you love without the hassle. And that great way is finally here is to get your TV together called DirecTV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. You can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need for, to buy another device ever again. And the best part is there's no annual contracts. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and go to directtv.com, go to DirecTV Stream, and get your TV together. Learn more at directtv.com. And remember, compatible devices are required and content varies by package directtvstream.com, directtv.com, directtvstream, directtv.com, directtvstream, directtv.com, directtvstream. Um, yeah, but look, sometimes like I'm really that? bad with the transitions. Yeah, you like that? That was one of the great things that ever happened, by the way. I don't think enough people give credit to Kirk Cousins saying you like that. I mean, it was, look, Kirk Cousins is a very, a very fine quarterback. He's actually played pretty decent this year, but... Uh, a little bit better than your boy, I, I will say. I mean, your boy is... Get out of here. I don't know, Stop, man. Bobby. I'm, I'm trying to save right. you I don't know, man. Twitter just, I'm trying to save you from Chiefs Twitter bashing you for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, please. I ain't scared of no Chiefs Twitter. What the... <laughs> please. 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 <laughs> no Chiefs Twitter. There's no such thing. But um, this to be a yeah, meme man, of like me and you battling Chiefs Twitter and then baseball analytic Twitter. <laughs> look, I've battled... Look, you think that I'm bad? See, see, you. I'm not like. Have you seen Loki, the CV series? Okay, you know, like at the end. Uh, spoiler alert for the next 15 seconds for Loki. You know when the guys like, you know, my other variants are like so much worse than me. That's like kind of me with baseball, like the analytics Twitter. Like, if you think I'm bad, wait till you meet my variants. People who are like interceptions aren't a stat, right? Those type of people, right? Literally giving the ball to the other team does not matter you know what i mean it's that's you know what? i'm gonna transition to my next thing i'm thankful for people who are able to use stats in a way that aren't obnoxious when it comes to every sport but especially baseball and what i mean by that is this i'm okay if you're starring like the whole wrc plus thing it's a very good stat for just judging someone's hitting right but i'm just very thankful for people who and i bring this up a lot like Lindsay adler's tweet where it's like just because a stat doesn't tell you the full story or it might not be as good or valuable as others does not mean it's useless. RBIs at least tell you something. Does it tell you everything? Most often it does not, but it's also a very useful stat for just the game day recap. You know what I mean? People who are traveling home on the train. It's nice to see, Oh, this person was the one who had the four big hits today. They drove in four runs. That was the big player of the day and whatnot. It's a nice recap stat. That's how I view it. I'm very grateful for people that aren't the types that are like, I actually think that, um, let's see. I think Fernando Tatis Jr.'s defense is so bad that it's, it's like it's it's actually not. First of all, so that's not even a correct. Even if you go on the stat based things, it's not even that bad. But I'm just grateful that we don't have too many of those people. People who look, Rylan. I'll tell you some stuff offline that I've heard from some kids via the old Just Baseball website, which you guys can check out uh, from fans of ours that have had some some wicked awful takes. Um, but I'm just grateful for people who know how to use stats in a way that are fun and at the minimum, just not overly obnoxious. You're not bragging about your Yale degree and how you know how to do transmutations. Guess what? Uh, I like to try and make sports fun. And not another algebra class. So I'm very thankful for people who are able to do that too. Even if sometimes though, they could be on the extreme example of people like you 
who say Salvador Perez is a Hall of Famer and then say that pitch framing is actually cheating. Just absolutely insane takes that come out of nowhere. But go on. Look, Moneyball has turned everybody into Billy Bean, and it's pretty ridiculous. It's a glorified. <laughs> that is, I, I agree. I agree. I like BaseballSavant.com. I bookmark it. I, I have it up when I watch every single baseball game. I like advanced stats. But when somebody tells me that Salvador Perez is not a Hall of Famer or that him hitting home runs is actually bad for the Royals, I'm out. I'm out. Salvador Perez is one of the best catchers of all time in our generation. He's a Hall of Famer. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? No, because all of a sudden we care about that. If you're a Hall of Famer, you just get in. You want to wait for the fifth ballot. But you won't be a first ballot guy. But if if, if these guys get put in the Hall of Fame, Salvador Perez will get in the Hall of Fame as well. I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. What what is the knock on Salvador Perez? Wait, is this the real question? <laughs> well, what's your knock? Is it pitch framing? Is that all? It's 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 the it's the pitch framing. It's the defense. It's also the defense. That I, I need a little going bit. Out runners left and right. Look, 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 but but the pitch framing is is part of the defense. That's what I'm saying. It's part of the fact that now we'll say with the pitch framing. It's not like the Royals. I'm going to defend Sour Press for a second. In fairness, the Royals don't have the best pitchers in the world necessarily when it comes to frontline starters. So maybe that is a factor that needs to be brought into this. Which, like, maybe if you had better pitchers, maybe some of that stuff might be uh, the, the the zone ratings and all the stuff that you guys want to bring up. Maybe that improves a little bit under better rotation. That is possible. The other thing with him is I just needed a little bit more from offensively for the totality of his career uh, for me to put him there. Now. It is true that it's not over yet. If this guy keeps it up, has a couple more, adds to that war count, perhaps, yeah, it's possible uh, that he becomes a Hall of Famer. In fairness, it's not like Salvador Perez is retiring. That that does need to be brought up. Um, but in my opinion, I just I need more. I need a few more years of consistent offensive production. I need a little bit more walks, a little bit more ability to get on base, um, and then I might be might be into it. Hey, I mean, there's plenty. I mean, Starling Marte is a top level free agent. That guy never walked uh, really all that much before this year and has become a much better on base guy. And now he's been one of the most valuable players in baseball the past like year and a half. So it's not impossible that guys can develop new tendencies. Maybe he moves to the DH. I don't know. Maybe he does a little bit of both. I don't know what happens with him. But either way, I do not see Salvador Perez as a Hall of Famer right now. That's just my opinion, Rylan. That's it. It's just an opinion. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Mike Zanino is a top five pitch framer. Is he a Hall of Famer? No, because he hasn't been doing it long enough. What are, what are, what are we doing here? Stop it. How about a World Series ring and a World Series MVP? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking. Whatever happened I mean, to does World mean World something. Series. Don't get me wrong. Look, it's not a nothing conversation. I will say that. It's not a nothing conversation, but I just need a little bit more, man. And stop looking at your computer like that, like you're trying to bring up extra <laughs> extra factoids. Look, at, you're such a schemer over there. I hate you. Um, but, Rylan, keep going with other things that you're thankful for. Uh, and it could also be non-baseball things, too, since we are hitting the waning moments of this here podcast. Yeah, so not a ton to be thankful for outside of Salvador President Bugwit Jr. Uh, for Kansas City, but I'm <laughs> thankful for uh, Patrick Mahomes. I think that oh he's God. gotten back on track a bit now. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be primed for another Super Bowl run. Uh, your Chargers have fallen apart because they're terrible. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch the, the Chiefs down the stretch run. Unbelievable. Just totally out of call. 
for. Look, I can't talk about the Chargers too much on this podcast because the Padres fans will get mad at me. I will say I'm very grateful for my husband. And honestly, I like that he doesn't get all the media attention. It's great. I like that nobody does their homework and pays attention to this fact that this guy's a beast and changed literally my way. This I can't talk about in this podcast. Justin Herbert, my husband, actually did change my outlook on judging prospects and draftees and young guys permanently. And what I mean by that is I will never have, as long as I live, another take, and I'm thankful for this, another take on whether or not an upcoming prospect will be good. I talk about prospects a lot in the sense of assets and the fact that these guys are valuable. Whether or not they're good or whatever is is another thing entirely. But I will never make a prediction and be like, CJ Abrams is going to come up and going to be a top 10 second baseman. I'm not going to do that anymore because Justin Herbert, if anybody watched or read any tape, any, any analysis from real, real football people who will break down things by the numbers, by the hash marks, and show you all the throws and all the, not just stats, but literally show you game film, break it down. Stephen Ruiz of USA Today, or formerly of USA Today, was a great example of this. Like, everything said, there's a lot of red flags with this Herbert guy. And then he came into the league and set it on fire. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm done with that. I will judge the positions that are drafted, i.e. If the, if the Padres invested more in a shortstop right now, I'd be like, what are you doing? We kind of have one. That I will do. I will talk about positional stuff and whatnot. But when it comes to unproven talent, that's only been at the college, minor league level. I'm never going to do that. I will only view them as prospects in terms of what I've heard. I will not make any sweeping predictions um, anymore. I will only say whether or not how I feel about them as an asset and whether or not they should trade them and or whatever. Right. That I'm going to be having. And I think that I'm very thankful for that because it makes my life a lot more calmer. I don't like having takes on young people that could go either way. You know what I'm saying? Mike Zunino, who you mentioned before, was the first overall draft pick once upon a time. He's eh. Yeah, so he's eh. Coach, I mean, he's had his good moments, really good defensive player, lots of power. But we talk about Salvador Perez not getting on base enough. Mike Zunino, when he's not going, he literally takes away any value that he gives you defensively. But what about pitch framing? can be so toxic. Look, 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 look. I'm, I'm enough with the pitch framing. <laughs> Sorry that we like to use things that matter just a tiny bit. I love that, though. I'm going to put that in all quotes. Pitch framing is cheating. I'm going to put that in all quotes. I, I Some would you. say it's um, worse than sign stealing. Oh, you're really? stealing. You're stealing you a call. That. Yeah. You've mm-hmm. still got to hit the I mean, ball that's, that's and steal exactly. signs. You steal a pitch. Yeah. You got to do anything but fool the ref, fool the ump. I want to let everyone know, though, from your audience, uh, I am by no means a Royals homer. You can go check the reviews of the podcast. In fact, uh, I am oftentimes (laughs) called the most cynical, um, pessimistic Royals fan of all time. Uh, But I cannot stand Mm. for the slander of Salvador Perez being called a not Hall of Famer. If that's the case, then no catcher of our generation should get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, uh, raw, but sure. Uh, Ryan, what's, what, what are the last couple of things that you're thankful for? I'm thankful that we're not going to subject the audience to a draft again and have them uh, listen to you <laughs> pick acorn squash over mashed potatoes, but uh, that, that's really look, what I'm thankful for. The mashed potatoes thing, look, I, I know you gave me crap for this. That I actually will – all right, I cop to that. I think the mashed potatoes, like they, they, they're just so important for the glop. When it comes to talking about Thanksgiving food, I love I love putting it all together. It is important for that when they're made well. Maybe a little bit of gravy, not too much gravy though. I don't I don't love too much gravy, but that I will cop to. I will not cop to you giving me crap for taking like the meat and the turkey last. 
No one likes turkey, dude. Like, tur- I get that it's tradition, but there's so many. You know how many times I've I've been with people who are like, "Yo, we got any like bagels or anything like that?" <laughs> like, turkey is. I understand that, but as someone who is a big fan of breaking tradition and being weird, um, I, I just don't understand why we all have this impetus to you have to do this thing. I I'll even go as far to say that Thanksgiving. You have to stop making some pressured thing in your head that you need to hang out with your extended family and your 15th cousin. You don't have to do that. Your family, for me, it could just be my mom and I. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So I don't like that the tradition has made people think they have to think a certain way. And that extends to Turkey, my friend. Turkey is, it's it's not offensive. It's fine. Maybe you're just trying to mix up the palate and whatnot. I'm just saying if you ask, you get some bernil from the Puerto Rican lads over here. You you make some good stuff over there. You get some some pork. It's just it's just better. It just is better, man. Everybody likes it more. I get that you want to mix up the meal a little bit, but turkey, it's just it's not getting the job done. It's not getting the job done. It is a it is a two war player when it comes to Thanksgiving food. War. You know you know what Soto Press has. He has a ring, right? He has a he has a ring. You say turkey, he has a ring? Is that what you're about to say? Turkey, turkey does have a ring. ring they had the ring for the Macy's Day's Parade. Uh, I will say I don't like I don't like I don't like turkey, so I'm with you there. Uh, the tradition <laughs> from Thanksgiving that I would like to break on top of the one that you mentioned, the family thing. Listen, if I haven't talked to you in the last three months, I don't need you over at my house eating Thanksgiving food, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But the tradition I want to break is the need to dress up. To sit in your own house and eat dinner. Yes. Yes. But you do not do 303 days because you do it for Christmas too uh, and Christmas Eve. But why? Why are you getting dressed to the nines to go sit on your couch and watch the sorry ass lions kick around a football and eat turkey? <laughs> I agree 100%. It's never made sense. Again, this is another pressure thing. I mean, me, I don't dress up for Thanksgiving. The, the most I'll ever do is like maybe a light sweater. And that was when I was actually hanging out with like all my family. Otherwise, not going to happen. Not going to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't not stand the pressure to for some reason be dressed up like that. And, and the first person who comments, by the way, because I know someone's thinking, all right, grow up, be an adult. Be an adult? Be an adult. Guys, everyone shut up. <laughs> the idea of what constitutes being an adult and what doesn't constitute being an adult is one of the dumber things that we do in society. All right. I've said this about Halloween. It's people who are saying be, be an adult. Why is going in a cubicle and dressing in your suit, your business outfit more, more adult? Why is that more? Adult? What's more adult is being confident in yourself and enjoying what you enjoy. And if that's dressing up as a character, I'm doing it a little bit right now. Shout out. I'm thankful for Monkey D. Luffy of One Piece. I've got the little straw hat on right now. Recently passed a thousand episodes. Very grateful for that. What the hell is like, I've I've always loathed that. I hate dressing up uh, all the time. I mean, you honestly can't even find pictures of me of when I was uh, at all dressed up, if that makes any sense. Um, it has a lot to do with some family tension and whatnot, but I won't go into that now. Um I, I just I just can't stand it. And you're 100% right. It makes no sense. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. What, are you going to impress your 15th cousin that you never see once a year? Who cares? You know what I mean? I'm going to wa- wa- show up in my, my turkey flip-flops, and the little gobble-gobble guy is going to be at my feet. And then I'm going to eat some food, yell about football, and call it a day. That's what you do. That's what Thanksgiving is. It is whatever you want to be in general. That's, how, that's what I have to say about it. 
Spot on. Nail. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, Rylan, before I let you go, uh, shut up. (laughs) Before I let you go, what uh, kind of things are you thankful that you'll be able to plug since I'm going to allow you to plug them? Yeah, thank you for this generous platform to plug uh, Locked On Royals. Uh, If you're an NBA fan, Locked On Thunder, you're going to check out at Rylan underscore Styles, S-T-I-L-E-S, on Twitter. Yeah, that's a that's about it. Gonna start breaking down some players over at Locked On Royals. Each player on the roster, see where the Royals can get better. For my audience, for your audience, uh, what you got? Come, what do you got? What do you got coming up in the in the old can, as they would say? Uh, I'm gonna be reacting to some athletic pieces on the Padres, talking a little bit about C.J. Abrams, who, out of all the Padres prospects, is the one that is probably most likely to debut uh, the soonest. I actually think Robert Hassel's an interesting prospect as well that people might be familiar with, but I think he's the one that might get traded out of all of them most likely. I think he's gonna stink. Maybe talking with my old buddy years as well, Mr. Armley of Locked On MLB Prospects, to break down the Padres' top ten farm system that should be coming up within the next week or two. That should be a lot of fun. React to some news. We got a bunch of Giants news yesterday, or yesterday as in this past Monday, about how they re-signed Anthony Scafani and brought back in all these guys that are kind of running it back. That's interesting. What does that mean for the Padres, breaking all that down? And again, uh, I'm very thankful for being able to host this podcast in all honesty, though. It's been a really tough last year and a half for a lot of people. I know Ryland feels the same way when it comes to just the world and how things transpired. And just being a part of this network has been lovely. And this team, while frustrating many times, uh, has had its moments. And I would not want any other team, including, no, I don't want no Atlanta Braves. I don't care if they won the World Series. I want the Padres. It is an exciting team and a team that shows hope for potentially baseball being uh, a little bit less of a sorry tired sport than it often is. And I'm also thankful for Arcane, the League of, Let- Net- of Legends Netflix series. Speaking of surprises and whatnot and how we shouldn't ever judge. First, we finally got it, Riley. We finally got it. the first really, truly, objectively great video game adaptation. That show is otherworldly good, and I cannot believe it. Go check that out um, after you finish playing Fall Guys with me because I'm still begging you to play that game with me, and it's been... It's been way too long, but um, any final thoughts, sir? Uh, we're going to hop on Fall Guys pretty soon, so that'll be a lot of fun. That's my final thought. That's your final thought. It's a great final thought. Everybody, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Potties Podcast, the only pod that may be better than the pot juries themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. We're free and available on all platforms, but I must say also make Locked on bets, your next listen that you put on, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. You can follow Rylan on Twitter. He mentioned that before. And Locked on Rolls, Locked on Thunder, whatever. Me, at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. Or Locked on Padres on YouTube if you want to see me laughing, laughing, laughing like a maniac as Rylan did the biggest zag in the history of this podcast. You could check that out. It, a link to that is in the description for all my audio listeners. Otherwise, type in Locked on Padres on YouTube. You'll find it. Believe me. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My prior faithful homies, take care. Yeah.